What's going on, boys and girls? We have a terrific episode of Two White Lights for you today. Mr. After Dark himself, Steve DeNovi, was in town, in person, in Houston. So we decided to crack open a couple Lone Stars, go to Project Strength, and record a podcast. Now, this podcast was recorded on Friday. So this is prior to the TBS primetime meet, which was incredible. Mark killed it better than last year, which is hard to do because that was a phenomenal Primetime meets, and it's up for it's definitely, I would say, the front runner right now for local meet of the year. It was amazing. Great time commentating that. Um, same thing, we didn't really get to recap the U, uh, USPA Pro and other meets that were happening around the world this weekend. We did late takes on um, news stories that were happening in the past couple weeks and that we didn't really get to get to because we did the TBS preview, we did the coaches roundtable that we wanted to get to in a while, or we wanted to uh, record for a while. And we talked about the Corrupted Summit and the developing story that the IPF likes to make up rules and not allow certain lifters to do made-up events because it wasn't WADA sanctioned. So a decently sized rant from Steve and I on that. Uh, Ana Rose Casillian testing positive for steroids. Give our takes on that. And also Sean Noriega moving up to 90 kilos. Didn't get a chance to talk about that. Great insight because Steve Denovi is his coach and he's part of the show and from there, it get into random conversations because that's what happens when we're in a person. Maybe we're a little bit too Lone Stars deep, but yeah, I don't know how to phrase the last part aside from phobias and nut butter. That's that's the best way I can uh, sum it up there. So awesome episode of Two White Lights. Make sure you're subscribing on Apple Podcasts. Leave a five-star rating. Leave a review as well. Go on Spotify. Leave a five-star rating there. Subscribe on twowhitelights.com. You can listen to episodes there and also go to the Two White Light shop. Get yourself some merchandise. We are about to drop the Steve After Dark and the PR City shirts, but we have the Off the Top Rope, um, the original logo tee, the Fight Night tee, and the Bad Journalism tee, and the tumblers, and soon to be some slides. I got the slides. They're looking fantastic. So make sure you're going on twowhitelights.com. And without further ado, here it is, Two White Lights. Yeah, just saying this time to get some person. Oh, baby, I like it raw. Yeah, baby, I like it raw. Oh, baby, I like it raw. Yeah, baby, I like it raw. Shimmy, shimmy, y'all, shimmy, yam, shimmy, yeah. Give me the mic so I can take her away. Off on the natural charge, bone for yards. Yeah, from the home of the Dodger Brooklyn squad. Who tank killer, he's on the squad. And as promised, I got Steve Denovi with me live in person, the home of Two White Lights, Project Strength. It's always good when we get to do this, man. You don't just have Steve in person. You've got Steve after dark. Uh, this, this is I actually I regret what I just said. This is how it originated. It originated because these in-person interviews, as soon as I hear this perfect, crisp voice in the microphone. Yeah, that's what we think about. That's what we think about Brad. He's going to be my Airbnb tonight. I'm already going to be a little bit worked up. So Get ready, Cooliard. Yeah, Cooliard better be ready for, uh, for for the heat. I don't know what the heat is, but the heat's coming. <laughs> okay, that's enough of that. <laughs> I, can't, I can't handle two, two of that uh, in my lifetime, I think. I, 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 or I can only handle like once every six months. Yeah, that's, that's, that's a lot. That's a you, lot. 
Your vol, yeah. I gotta actually adjust your vol. I gotta adjust the Steve After Dark volume, but um, I'm actually wearing the shirt though. You are. You're you're supporting the Steve After Dark while I'm supporting uh, PR City Angelo Fortino, which is sexier. I don't know. We're gonna have to find out by sales. Yeah, right. Because mine's kind of sexy. Because you know, like we also like because it's like a a silhouette. So we kind of threw in like a little bit more ab definition on that one. Mm -hmm. That was a little slick game we played. You know, it's long hair, sunglasses, Hawaiian shirt. You're fully clothed in yours. There's nothing erotic about your PR skirts. Oh, don't you are downplaying the effect that sometimes has on a, on women, aka my wife. Yeah, I was about to say. I was like, your wife. I don't know. I am getting a lot of inquiries about the Steve After Dark shirt from oh, yeah. women. Oh, I was gonna say men. No, I, I mean both. Both. Me. I, I'm I'm a little scared. We're apparently tied on sales right now. On the discount code. Yeah, on the discount code. Like three. <laughs> Yeah, and I think, well, I'm, luckily they're supporting the other people. Oh, there are, we go. That's fine. Are, I more care about selling more shirts than you. Yeah, because the man taking pictures with us right now, Kyle Project Strength, I think actually moved into the lead. Oh, nice. We got to figure out a way to do this. We got we to gotta, we gotta figure out a way to do this, like give an award or something. Well, we need like, to have a spreadsheet. You need to, I need to, I think I, we, I need an, I need yeah, you access. need a spreadsheet. Yeah. I am not doing that. I'll make a spreadsheet. Yeah, you're, you need to get me access to the numbers so <laughs> I can make a spreadsheet and do weekly updates on who's winning on discount Oh, we codes. could, oh yeah, we have uh, award season coming up in about two or three months, so yes. we can make that as an award. Best influencer. Yeah, best uh, two white lights athletes. Yes. <laughs> that won't create any uh, disarray in the team. We'll, we'll call it the annual Sean Mills Award for bringing who gets the most commission. Mm-hmm. The Sean, yeah, the Sean Mills Commission Award. Yeah. Okay. Well, um, well, you, so we're in Houston. We got TBS. Or we, I mean, by the time this episode drops, we commentated TBS. We got the seminar as well. Yes, um, we do. And we had some interesting developments with the seminar. We didn't think that the seminar would yield us this type of content. Yeah. Uh. Three days out, we, we find out that the seminar is IPF illegal. <laughs> How? <laughs> it's well, a seminar. Was... <laughs> we are doing stunt lifts that are not sanctioned for fun that are like gimmick lifts, as we defined gimmick last time. And apparently, IPF will suspend people for that. I love made-up rules. Do you like made-up rules? No, I fucking hate them. That's why I hate the IPF. Like, oh, that's like that's my thing with the IPF. Is This is the exact reason why. If you guys listening to this who are IPF or part of the IPF cult, this is why I take a shit on the IPF. Shit like this. This I'm Maybe I'm biased. Is this not maybe the most ridiculous like threat of suspension they've ever had? Like, uh, the Ed Cohen seminar, right? But Ed Cohen is a suspended athlete. But still, I think it's just stupid. You know, like, what does that mean? So he's a suspend athlete, so you're going to suspend people who come to his thing, that is seminar? Are you going to suspend people having conversations with him? Like, that's fucking stupid to me. Yeah. I don't know. It's ridiculous. It was done three days out. Um, I really, 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 really hope that they truly found out three days out, and they didn't just wait until three days out. But all I know is, like, we, we... we may be a little bit USAPL biased, but we, we, we rag on both. No, we, yeah, I, we have criticisms towards both. I am, am going to be so biased now because <laughs> before I didn't have any, like, direct problem with the IPF. Um, I do now. They decided to screw with my business. Yeah. And Marcellus's business and Brad's business. Um, they decided to screw with me. So now it's personal. Like, I'm, I'm not. It's, it's, gloves, it's, gloves are off. Gloves are off now. 
Yeah. Oh, we're gonna get we're gonna get more unhinged stuff with the IPF. So I guess Powerlifting America members or possibly even Powerlifting America itself might get upset with the podcast we're listening to. But yeah, that's when I when you guys told me about that, I was immediately pissed off, and I'm like, this is what's going to make me hesitant to be a part of any IPF affiliate anymore. It's just stuff like this, like you know, being 100% water compliant, I could probably deal with, but this type of shit is stupid to me. Well, and the fact that they pick and choose what mm-hmm. made up again, this is a this is a made up rule because if this is an actual rule that you cannot participate in an unsanctioned for fun event, that means you cannot do a softball league, mm-hmm. you cannot do a golf scramble. I mean, hell, they might get banned if they do a Magic the Gathering tournament. Uh, well, I mean, that, that means not, Ash is not going to be able to do. Yeah, Ash America can't meets. do Powerlifting America. Um, these are made up rules. Um, but isn't there rules that coaches can't go back and forth between USAPL and Powerlifting America? Isn't there, isn't there rules Spotters, that, Spotters, uh, loaders, referees, referees. And yeah, I thought you all can't go back and forth, but, but guess what? That kind of yeah. benefits them. <laughs> that benefits them like volunteer wise, money wise, promotion wise. So they kind of let that slide, but Oh, a couple people are going to do a tandem deadlift event for fun at a seminar. Suspension. Yeah. Not, not real lift. Now, no records are being kept. It's not a USAPL meet. I mean, we could. Can we just call it a Power of the America? Like, I because I you coached seen... Power of the America members. You yes. got Waskar. Mm-hmm. You got you got one of their you know their top lifters who is going to represent them. I think at the next uh, at the next world at next world championship. So you have him. Like, just say it's a Power of the America thing. I we should have tried to see it get it sanctioned and promoted as uh, uh, PA approved. I am kind of upset you didn't have drug tests for the tandem deadlifts and all the other stunt lifts. We're well, only do. for you. We I should am, have. I'm personally drug testing you afterwards. Yeah, I I yeah I expressed my well. By the way, I've been getting jerked around on this stunt thing because at first I was going to tear both my biceps with <laughs> Jesus, and then now um, I was like, okay, you're removed from all of it because Jesus is going to do it with his brother. I'm like. All right, I actually don't have regret. It's like now you're doing it with Petrie, and you're all you guys always just be like you're doing it. You say I have a choice, but you're like, okay, we just put you with Petrie. I'm like, I guess I don't have a say in this. We're gonna see how this goes Sunday, and we're we're gonna yeah. Let's let's do let's do an alternate recording. All right, so I gotta pull out of uh, gotta pull out the Arnold that tear <laughs> tore both my biceps, and um, I have Steve Marcellus Brad. To blame for this so thanks guys yeah yeah we we almost got people suspended from the ipf and then angelo is uh chronically injured due yeah. to a stunt lift that yeah. was an unsanctioned event that had no bearing on it wasn't even a power lift i didn't volunteer for one of these things by the way i volunteered for the only thing i volunteered for you guys didn't give it to me i was gonna do the pause squat for uh i told time. you if you want to hop in for the it, well hop maybe, in for things you, you i would to, hop in honestly at this point we can switch it however we want because we're getting screwed over you you can do the bench press and kyle DeLeon can do the deadlift if you want we're just gonna volunteer kyle we're gonna volunteer who's, kyle who's five weeks out from meet Oh, perfect. Yeah, he's got corrupted classic Anas- he's doing. Anasa's three weeks out, and he's doing the bench. I mean, it's a bench. So the tandem deadlift is easily the most dangerous out of all of them. No. Yeah. I th- no, I think actually, like, presenting at the seminar. Honestly, I'm very, very worried about having a possible heat stroke. You're brave. I mean, yes, you're I brave know guy. I'm very brave. You're a bear- Yeah, you're a brave guy for that. And, uh, yeah, I'm actually very curious how you, guys, how you in particular are going to handle the heat. Maybe Brad, too. Not Marcellus. Marcellus, Dallas, Fort Worth, Metroflex stays. 
That gym got apparently to like 120 degrees. I play 18 holes all day, every day in 90 degree weather. Yeah, you like holes. I do. Like all types of them. I, yeah, they're, they're very interesting. Me and Gage had very long discussions about that on the podcast uh, after you called him that one time. We talked about holes for about an hour. Yeah, he doesn't like holes as much. Oh, he, he's not I, a big hole guy. He's, I mean, a particular type of hole he likes, but not all of them, if you're catching what I'm putting out. Okay, yeah, I can understand this, that. Yeah, yeah. He's a little, you like all of them. Yeah. Yeah, you're, you're like Alexander the Great. Yeah. Uh, Steve the Great. That'll be, <laughs> that'll be your next nickname. <laughs> All right. Well, next shirt, Steve yeah, the Great. yeah, Steve the Great, and it just, <laughs> yeah, you dress like a, yeah, you dress like an ancient. My, ink and my wife hates Steve after dark. She's really gonna hate Steve the Great. You should have both banners. All right, we should make we could just make a collection of banners just to piss off your wife, just like a collection of ridiculous things photoshopped on you, and it's just it, it never stops. Uh, I'm down. Yeah, and hopefully that makes us money. Yeah, we'll make a TikTok about it. Yeah, so, I mean, I guess this is our annual, you know, IPF sucks thing. We, it's been a while, I guess. Yeah, again, we don't, they, they haven't done anything to us other than the fact that we. Yeah, nothing, imp- nothing personally until except now. The stupid ass bench. I mean, yeah, nothing personal. Yeah, now it's personal. Now yeah. it's extremely personal. I'm going to be petty as crap because they screw with me. Um, but, uh, yeah, I mean. Did we not see recently that maybe their drug testing over the last couple of years hasn't been the best because someone who's competed and won multiple world championships and world games all of a sudden got popped after supposed years and years of uh, suspected drug use? Yeah, I. it was funny when that was broken because I was like, is this a good thing or a bad thing? Because this person has been competing, and we're talking about Ana Rose Casarian, a Brazilian lifter, who's... A, a brilliant lifter on top of I'm um, world game winner. Uh, always up there with Kim Walford for a number of years. Was like her big rival in that weight class. Was she invited to Sheffield? Anna? Yeah. No, no. First time she, she didn't. Ooh, maybe the yeah, first no, time. No, the first time. Through. Yeah. I think she, maybe she was. Okay. Sorry. I, we apologize, Pete, if we fucked up the original roster of Sheffield. Because, <laughs> yeah. Because uh, you're, uh, yeah. Because if it's Sheffield related, Pete's right Original Sheffield was in different times, though. That like was at, like at this point. That's an entirely that different was a genera- party. That was an t- entirely different generation of powerlifter. Yeah, like the I mean, the the current Wii's generation didn't exist in the in the previous. Not Sheffield. a single person had an undercut per mullet. No, not one. So yeah, it was uh, actually I think it was a better time in powerlifting. It was so simple. COVID kind of fucked everything there, but uh, yeah. Um, like I when when the news news was broken that she popped, I was like. Oh, okay. They're testing people. That's good from these countries where I'm like, you should probably test these people regularly because there's a high suspect use of steroids from certain nations. But then I'm like, okay, what about the other seven years or so? What yeah. happened there? Slipped under the cracks with all these out of meat tests that they do. How did this one slip through the cracks? And yeah, I I didn't know because you know my powerlifting existence started in 2019 where apparently there were a lot of people who were suspecting her of taking steroids, yeah. and it finally happened. Priscilla Ribic, uh, president of the US, uh, USAPL, posted on uh, her Facebook about how uh, she brought it up to the IPF and about how apparently Brazil would go to Russia to train before the World Games. That's a, um, that's a no-no. Pa- <laughs> apparently, like, something about one of the meets that the only drug test that didn't get reported the results was Anna. I mean, again, I'm not surprised in the slightest because if you go look at the, the, the pop record of right now, it's the countries we knew because mm-hmm. they're not testing. You've got Kazakhstan, you got Brazil, you got Iran. you got the countries that we knew didn't test anyone, Ecuador, and we consistently joked that 
like we did on the IPF Worlds preview show, like if this person gets in the podium, they're eventually going to get popped and like everyone's going to know. Like it, it, it's the same countries because they don't test. Uh, and again, that's one of the reasons we were so salty about getting kicked out is because y- you can argue that uh, uh, we weren't following the testing rules, but we were testing a lot. Yeah. We were actively trying to catch people versus there are a lot of countries in the IPF that are actively trying to hide things to make sure that their athletes can cheat, a.k.a. Brazil. Yeah, and a part of me, yeah, part of me just, I, I don't know, because, I mean, it goes back to IOC recognition for me, because, I mean, we look at the Corrupted Summit, this rule wouldn't exist if it wasn't for IOC recognition, right? Like, all well, these people who got, like, you know, Jessica, The Mega, Corrupted Summit has nothing to do with IOC because that's not an IOC rule. Oh, it isn't? I just assumed no, it's, it was. it's a made-up rule. Okay. It, if that's a rule... Well, no, I thought it was if that's something rule, to look make it look better. No, it's a completely made-up rule that has nothing to do with the IOC. Well, I you can, correct you, it. you can look at other sports that are in the Olympics, and they do not have rules like this. Let's, mm-hmm. I mean, let's use basketball. Does, does, does LeBron not get to go play in exhibition events all summer? Yeah. Are those, are those water-sanctioned? No. I don't think... Is, is NBA water-sanctioned? The NBA is not water-sanctioned No, either. I mean, yeah, I, I don't think that's a water-sanctioned I mean, that might be a little or... bit of a stretch, and I know there's some things here because, like, it's, it's weird because there's... It, FIBA is uh, the actual, like, IOC affiliate, and I forget how it works. But, yeah, the, the ability to be able to go do a seminar for fun lifting event is the equivalent of uh, being in a softball league. Yeah. And it is not illegal based off the IOC for Olympians to not be able to be in a softball league. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, it's, it's ridiculous. Um, so, I mean, I, I don't know, because I guess if they have too many pops, right, they won't get recognized by the Olympics, like how Olympic weightlifting was thrown out this year um, because of just too many drug, uh, failed drug tests. But, I mean, if you're trying to make a legitimate drug test and all your, like, a bunch of lifters are popping now, that doesn't look good either. So this Olympic well, tri- pipe dream starts to go further and further away as a pipe I dream. think we're fine because it's offset by the bench rule. Yeah. Between the bench rule and not being yeah. able to lift at the Corrupted Summit, that probably gets enough, like, credentials to get into the Olympics. I, whoever is in charge of the Olympics, um, who, uh, who actually, <laughs> I don't know who the person is. I just imagine, like, oh. some... And making sure you clean up after yourself at the meets. That's yeah, apparently, uh, that's big. Yeah, that's a big. Olymp- the Olympic Committee hates messes. Yes, by spectators, right? Yes, they hate it. I, 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 I know it's a typical thing at all Olympics that every single spectator cleans up after themselves and the city doesn't even have to pick up afterwards. I heard Rio's doing great after the Olympics. Oh, perfect. I heard there was no, like, issues with it. There wasn't just abandoned stadiums. <laughs> yeah, I know a couple of people that went and they actually stayed an extra day to help with the cleanup. Yeah, that's good. I mean, yeah. that's what we need because the, they hate that. I Whenever I think of people like in the Olympics, I just think of like the most stereotypical wealthy European person who's just like, oh, you're, you're obviously getting your money through illegal means. <laughs> like you're just like all, all the corruption in the world. Forex. It's like the equivalent to a Texas oil tycoon, but European. Forex trading. What's that? Forex trading, what all those like teens put, they're a Forex trader and they try and DM you trying to get into oh, yeah. their Forex trading plan. Yeah, sure. You know, yeah, no, okay. So I, I imagine an older version of who's that? What's that douchebag's name? Andrew Tate? Yeah. Yeah. I imagine that's who runs the Olympics. Yeah. Is that. a guy like that, but he's like 59 to 67. I don't know why it's such a specific age, but that. And he's kind of like, I make millions. And he gets all of his money through legal means and bribes and corruption. That's that's the Olympics. Yep, sounds about right. 
But, um, well, all right. So he tested positive for something ridiculous, right? Like Diebel? Yeah. It's fucking crazy. And from what I know, this could be bad journalism, but this was passed through. Buy the shirt. Yeah, buy the bad journalism. Whenever we have a bad journalism moment, you must buy the shirt. So this may be completely incorrect, but I think we both saw through uh, rumors that she was stating someone put it in her water when she was refereeing a meet. Okay. I think she posted it on her story or something like she never knowingly took in. A lot of people from Brazil came to her defense. A lot of people were going and DMing other people, which I don't know. I'll get to that maybe a little bit later. I'm going to say this. As an athlete, I got super fucking paranoid that somebody at me slips me shit. It's a fear of mine. I know exactly what no, I'm doing at the Arnold. I now. will I am kick you. I will some kill you. Random person to put a smarty in your. Water. I will. I will kill you. I will kill you. Legitimately, I will kill you. Like, sir, I, I have a, I have a, like a phobia of it. Like, if somebody, like, like if some, like Joe tried something new with my, like, uh, like with recomp or like is, is recomp? Yeah. After yeah. a wait, so he did yeah. that new, and I was like asking him like a thousand questions, like. What is you're putting in there? Like, dude, it's not illegal. Like, relax. Like, we know <laughs> these things. I get, I get really fucking scared. So whenever somebody says that, ninety nine point nine percent is going to be bullshit. They're probably lying straight to your face, and it's just horseshit excuse. Kelly Michael Brand comes to mind. This one, but there's always that part of me. Like, what if everyone who popped Miguel Tejada? Mm-hmm. <laughs> what if everyone who popped? Got something slipped to them, and they accidentally well, took steroids. Did you ever watch that Ben Johnson 30 for 30? You know who Ben uh, Johnson is? Yeah, the sprinter. Yeah, the sprinter that got popped that really kind of started the whole, like, oh, people in the Olympics use steroids, and it was done forever. Um, he stated that, yes, he took performance-enhancing drugs, but he said he did not take what he tested positive for. He took a lot of stuff, he said, but not what he tested positive for, and he said his trainer said that a U.S. coach slipped something in his beer that he was drinking post celebration, and said that he dude someone witnessed it. This is not helping my phobia of this. Like I am legit always scared about and I, it. I somewhat, when I was in England, I was scared that somebody slipped me something because I'm like I had because it's always like I had a, like this amazing meet, it's been me best meet in my life. I'm like, what if some fucking asshole? I don't even know how you could slip. You someone wouldn't something. be a world champion then. Yeah, I wouldn't be a two time world champion. That'd be stripped of me. I couldn't That's tell terrible. my family anymore that I'm a world champion. Yeah. They don't care. I, I could. I mean, every single time I introduce people uh, to what I do that don't know about powerlifting, I say I have a podcast with a two-time world champion. Yeah. Best overall lifter as well at that. But, yeah, oh. I was scared. I was legitimately scared that that happened. And it's like then, you know, you get your drug test results. Like, okay, that was fear unneeded. But then you hear someone say, like, Kelly Michael Brand, who tested for everything ever. You know, Anna, who tests for everything. Or, I mean, D-Bowl. That's crazy. You ever watch Workaholics? Yeah. Where he tested positive for NyQuil and DayQuil. <laughs> because why, the guy- why the fuck would you take both? <laughs> <laughs> why? He tested for positive for meth, <laughs> marijuana, THC, uh, yeah, THC, cocaine, heroin, DayQuil, NyQuil. Why would you take both? <laughs> Everyone, Everyone in this office tested positive for the following, and it was every drug known to man. <laughs> Yeah, that was that was Kelly Michael Brand. I think well the big because uh, we didn't get a chance to like talk about this because this is huge. Like this is the biggest drug test 
uh, failures since Kelly Michael Brand. Yeah. I would say actually more so. Uh, I would say this is more impactful yeah, because of what she's done in her she's career. At, because she's actually won and I believe won World Games. So yeah, it is it is more impactful because she's an actual champion. Kelly mm-hmm. Branton never won anything. He so. was the Canadian Ray Williams. That was it. Um, and then I, there was another person too. Was it a junior world champion or a top three 48 kilo competitor? Maybe both got popped, I think, too, this year. I think it was a 48 kilo. I think it was the person who got third and 48 kilos in 2021. I think it was a Russian lifter. Mm-hmm was allowed even though russia was banned but of course don't blame the lifters they're not taking anything um <laughs> and then there was someone who was a junior world champion i think last year got popped or something like that i don't know there, there's a bunch well there's a bunch coming you know right you now. know what anna could do though right you can just go into the untested feds fucking and just fully get into it and not talk about it not you know pa- try to pass blame and In they'll years will be praised and loved and, and we'll be talking about it on two highlights preview shows yep uh, well, like how she's going to do WRPF, you know, the American pro, or she's flying out from Brazil. <laughs> That's fucking what happens. If you don't make a fuss about it on social media and you don't try Maybe to swear your innocence. Maybe she's even directing the biggest untested meet of the year. Yeah. It's very possible. Yeah. <laughs> because that's, if, if you get popped in USAPL or IPF and you leave, you can do anything. Yeah. As long, as long as you don't swear and keep talking about it or swear, you know, innocence and deny it and deny it. Like, Kelly Michael Brand got fucking buried. Mm-hmm. He got memed to death. About three hours, and that was all the internet was talking about was Kelly Michael Brand memes. And it was it was all over the place. Anna doesn't, didn't get that. So she can just kind of fly under the radar for a year, take all the shit she wants, go into WRPF, and be looked at as a, as a female icon in powerlifting. It's Right? Yeah. <laughs> It's, it's happened before. Um, yeah, so interesting stuff there in the IPF. Um, that phobia, though, is never going to go away for me. And it's always I, – I saw the comments, so it's like, if it wasn't for her, you know, Brazilian powerlifting wouldn't be a thing. Like, So it's like, you know, the 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 kind, I, don't know, I don't know the correct word for it, but the uh, – very similar to, like, Mark McGuire and Sammy Sosa when they broke their home run record. I'm like, guys – they fucking lied to your face. You know it's an ego thing, right? Like, they didn't do it for you. They did it for them. They put Brazilian powerlifting on the map for themselves, not you. If they were in it for everyone else, they would just not lie to your face and take steroids. There's a cost of lying to me. And, like, just because you've sanctioned a bunch of meets and you've done that, like, no. You, I think a lot of it was an ego stroke because... That's that to me. When people cheat, it's it's an ego thing. Yeah, it's it's a, it's a and so every other thing that they do in their life, I'm like, I don't think it was for other people. I think it was the self gratification and the praise that you get from other people when you host a meets or when you uh, referee a meets or something. Yeah, she could have done some great things, but this is not. I mean, I I don't agree with like sympathizing with her right now. This is this is one of those ones that you just got to take it on the chin mm-hmm. and. Uh, control the control the wave, like you said. Don't overly deny it. And well, it's gone now, right? Yeah, I I, have, I haven't seen too many people. No memes. No memes were made. No hateful Instagram posts. People seem to forget about it. Kelly Michael Brandon's like, why the fuck didn't people do that for me? That would have been great. Because he, yeah, that was bad. I just go back to that day. I remember it. Because it was like it was the first time in my like life that I saw something like that, 
And people were relentless about it to a point where I actually felt bad. Well, I mean, they were relentless, but it also was partially because of him trying to deny. Well, the Canadian protein thing. Yeah. Where he said he was taking just Canadian protein. And then that company is like, what the fuck? We got to go into massive damage control now because that's going to make our co- company look terrible. We're associ- Our top athlete is associated with steroid use, and he just mentioned us in uh, him trying to proclaim his innocence. Yeah. That was funny. Like, for them, because apparently they were cease and desisting people, like, for saying stuff about Canadian protein. Well, I'm like, if anyone was innocent in that, I think it was them. Canadian protein. They're like, no, no, we're just making supplements, guys. Like, no, we do not have D-ball. Yeah. I, we I don't, don't have all the drugs ever in yeah, our kit. One of the, I, I'm not speaking on extreme knowledge on this, but uh, there can be tainted supplements. But it has it, that that has happened. It but has it's happened. mostly stimulants. It's stimulants and osterine, aka SARMs, because those actually are legal in some places and get made in the same factories. Those factories don't make D ball. Yeah, that, well, Kelly Michael Brands has deposited for everything. Yes. So the Canadian protein stuff was like, okay, we don't think it was tainted pre workout here. Mm-hmm. Um, I think a few people in the USAPL just tested for osterine, right? Oh, well, that happens all the time. Yeah. Yeah. Well, the, was that James Ving? No, no. He tested positive for something else. Though. I think it was the other guy then, yeah. the single the other, pilot the other, who was really good. Yep, the other equip lifter tested positive for Ostring. Okay. Yeah. I See, that's scary. That's yeah. scary to me. O- Ostring is the one that pops up that I'm like, did they take a tainted supplement? Because that's the common one that gets tainted because it gets that's that's what gets made in these same distribution centers as the other supplements. Um most, most, if not all of their steroids, again, might be wrong on this, are not made in these same distribution centers They're, or manufacturing plants. Um, it's mainly just SARMs and Osterine. I think there's a couple other ones, too, that can kind of fit into there. But it's mainly just the SARMs that's what possibly gets tainted. Yeah. But that's just why you, you, you make sure you're, you're checking out what you need to. Yeah. Well, that's, I mean, the, the, the old sponsor that I had, Rivalist, I mean, that made me, like, like the informed choice thing, like, okay, like, we're safe. Like, I see it on websites that it's good to use. Like, that stuff does actually matter. Hey, you know what, Rivalist? You just got a free ad read. Yeah. You just got a free one. No no animosity towards that company. Just 110% is better. Um, also, have, yeah, like the, they, they actually, and again, like, they're at USAPL meets. Like, okay, like, we're, we're good there. But, yeah, th- that was another fear of, oh, yeah, my first USAPL meet. The fear that I had because I took someone else's pre-workout because I was so fucking ing- <laughs> I was legit so fucking ignorant when it came when it came to everything. I had I did not take pre-workout for my first USAPL meet. I had a Dunkin' Donuts iced coffee. Dude, Dunkin' Donuts, I I, I shady. I sh- I worked well, at one. You don't know what they're putting in there. That's more dangerous than taking pre-workout. I I <laughs> well yeah I don't doubt that. I mean if maybe if I had a donut. I would be actually more worried. I didn't have the donut. I had the iced coffee, black, and I checked the milligrams of caffeine that I had in it because I don't want to test positive for too much caffeine. <laughs> I swear to God, I can was. You, can you test positive for too much caffeine? I, I, somebody told me you could, so I was scared. So I, it was like, okay, I'm like, this is 250 milligrams of caffeine, this iced coffee. That's all I had the entire day. And I remember I did a booth, I did a booth for Rivalus, and it was, um, 
This, uh, it was like the supplement place where, you know, remember that guy who fucking, uh, lost his shit on two people standing in front of him while he front squatted that like IFBB pro yeah, Cicerone. Yeah. He was there. Yeah. Guy. Yeah. Guy Cicerone. Yeah. Um, he was there and you know, he's so, I mean, I was the only natural guy there and you know, they had these different, um, supplements and like these different pre-workouts and of course there's samples. So one guy gave me the sample. I like the fucking cooler. He's like, yeah, taste it. So I had it and I'm like, what's in this? And he told me, and of course, I don't know any of the shit, but, like, I looked at the guy. I'm like, oh, fuck, they don't care about, you know, WADA-approved water approved uh, supplements or ingredients or anything. So I was, like, great. And keep in mind, I was, like, eight weeks out of a meet. I was losing my shit and, like, whole, like, I, I, like I don't even know what I just took. I, I would stay away. Uh, the only pre-workout I would take would was like Rivalus, and then on meet day, I didn't take Rivalus because I still I too th- scared. I, I thought it was too much caffeine. Actually, up until recently, I didn't start taking pre-workouts at meet. Yeah. I would take. I uh, Joe witnessed it at the Arnold. I took instant coffee, <laughs> so I had the two 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 tablespoons of instant coffee and water. That sounds delicious. Fucking gross. You should have just done a five hour energy. I'm scared of those too. All right. I was, you want to I know one of the best of ways to not be scared of those or any of these situations? What? To just not be very strong because, <laughs> one, they're not going to test me, or, two, if they do test me and I pop for D-ball from a tainted supplement, they're going to be like, oh, yeah, that definitely was a from a tainted supplement because he's <laughs> like, not you're taking good. D-ball. <laughs> like, you're good. He's you're good, sir. Not, Steve's definitely not taking D-ball. It's like, Look yeah. at him. Yeah, it's like, you're good. You are uh, You are fine. <laughs> he's like, we don't, we're not even going to ban you. <laughs> we saw the tests come back, and we're not banning you. Have fun. <laughs> Have fun coaching your athletes and attending meets. Um, yeah, speaking of your coaching, though, yeah, you had a – I actually the, – the person who – again, this is late takes. The person who stopped the bench arch fiasco from the IPF was Sean Noriega moving up to 90. Completely took the heat off him by making that announcement because yeah. – That then, wasn't news, though, according to people in comments. That's not news. That's not news? Yeah, people kept saying that's not news, that he's moving up. <laughs> I didn't read the comments. Oh, well, it's the same thing as that we get. It's like, well, that's not news. Or, oh, no one cares about Russ versus Sean. Well, well pure, mo- pure moose meat? I haven't heard from him No, it wasn't even him. I haven't blocked. Yeah, but I haven't, I haven't heard no, from there him was, in a there while. Was a lot of, I hope he's okay. Yeah, yeah I don't really care. No, nah, I, well, I mean, I hope he's, like, I don't I hope know, he's there not was dead. Joy. I don't know if he's dead or hurt, but otherwise, I don't really. He might have blocked me, actually. He did I bomb was, out of that I meat. was pretty mean. Oh, good. I yeah. blocked him. I've had him blocked for a while. Um, no, the same thing where people are like, oh, it's not news. Who cares? I didn't know that. that. I, didn't, I did not read any of the comments. And then, but there was like 4,000 likes, and it was one of the most interacted and the most commented posts on the entire It was USA the most shared page. thing I've seen yes, from just a basic news. news break, right? I, I think Russ or he going to USAPL didn't even get that. Yeah. Like, that was actually big news, too. When Russ went to the USAPL, it's like, holy shit. They, uh, like, that's actually, because I was, he told me on Two White Lights he was not going to USAPL. He is saying power of the America whenever route he needs to go to Worlds. Yeah. So, I think, this one was. I think uh, the Corrupted Summit at his gym being not IPF approved is going to further the reasons. Because the whole reason Russ didn't go is for business purposes. Mm-hmm. And they, if they ever want him back, they're not helping there. Um, but, yeah, going back to Sean. Yeah, he moved up. Um, to give some background on this, this is this is not new. Literally, when I first started coaching him, he had told me that his goal was obviously to win 83s, and then as soon as he did, he wanted to move up to 93. And it was for two specific reasons. One, 
He's literally been the same weight since he was 16 years old. Honestly, probably the most impressive part about Sean is the fact that he's been able to say the same weight for like about eight years and completely change his body composition because of just like extremely strict dietary standards. Like that's, that's, that's really impressive by powerlifting standards since most powerlifters are not incredibly strict since they were 16 years old on their diet. Yeah. Um, and he just always wanted to know like, okay, if I was actually to try and gain weight, what would happen? It's always interesting. And the second thing is he coaches a ton of 82s and 83s. And I don't know if this is going to help him as much anymore, but at least at the time he's like, I would want to move up because then I can actually handle my lifters. Um, I don't think that's as much of a, a, a thing anymore. It's more just the fact that like he has been wanting, he's, he's probably told me four or five times in the last year, I want to move up. And I would kind of talk him out of it each time because it, I, I didn't take, I, I didn't take it as like some truly committed decision. Um, after nationals, he wanted to do it again. And I said, yet again, I was like, you need to think on this. You can't just, we, we need to actually, I want you to make sure you're committed because we're doing this, we're doing this. And he, he messaged me back uh, like a week or so before that post got made and is official. He's like, I've been thinking about it ever since nationals. I really, really want to move up. I've been the same weight forever. Um, I really just want to see what happens if I move up because I mean, his thought process is like, it, there's a very good chance he could get exponentially stronger by actually adding some weight to his frame after suppressing that for so long. We'll see because that doesn't, that's not always a guarantee. Some people move up and they, they get stronger, but not like mm -hmm. not relatively stronger where like, and since their good lift score, their dots or whatever actually goes down. I mean, he, he very much believes that if he goes up, he thinks he can actually relatively get stronger in comparison to his body weight, just for the fact that he's held it back for so long. So I know it's kind of one of his goals. Um, yeah. Yeah, I, I mean, I don't think we ever got, like, a full – I mean, maybe Sean has done it in the – like, uh, through something, like, you know, Instagram or – but I didn't, like, I didn't hear the actual rationale behind it. And I he did talk about it, I believe, on Two White Lights once, um, that 90 kilo would actually be a really good weight class for him because it's three kilos less than 93, and it, it gives you just the room to gain some weight without being too heavy. Mm -hmm. um, and – but at the same time, I was I was actually stunned when I saw that. I thought it was a joke. I looked at the thing. I'm like, okay, that's not real. And then I kind of just logged off Instagram for a little bit. And, you know, I have a job, so I no, worked don't. worked uh, to the, my best of my capabilities, I guess. And then like checked Instagram two and a half hours later, and then I see the USAPL pro say on the store. I'm like, oh fuck, did they get duped? I'm like, did, did the USAPL eat the trash? Because that would be bad, right? Because, mm -hmm. I mean, the USAPL is doing a great job on social media currently, depending on who's posting. And I'm like, that would be terrible if the USAPL just reposted a fake news story. And, yeah, he was sticking with it. You said, uh, like, in a group chat, and you said, I think, publicly as well. And part of me still doesn't believe that it's going to happen. I, I think that's fair. Because, I mean, we'll see. Because it's such a long time. It is a long time. I think if Nationals was in three months, I'll be like, okay, yeah, you kind of have to do that now because you committed to it. But it's a whole year away. He has been at the – the he's been chipping at the block for that 82-and-a-half, 83-kilo title for a long, long, long time. That's hard to give up. Oh, it was, that's why it's, like I said, he wanted to do this a while ago. Um, and the only thing that was holding him back is the fact that, like, he never really felt like he was able to put together on the platform what he was capable of. And I think you'd agree with that, too. Like, yeah. whether you agree with if he 
performs well at meets or not, and that's obviously but a big thing. I everyone know if he could go nine for nine and he could execute. I think we can all agree more is there. It's just the if, and he he it, it's it, it leaves us. I know hundred percent. It leaves a really salty taste that he was never able to put together what he felt like he could actually do. Sure, but I mean, I guess my my takes here come into like, is it the weight cut? Because a lot of me looks at his lifts and be like, all every single one of Sean's lifts provide a unique set of problems. And I was like, if you were just more of a lifter who had a technique that was consistent, I would be more um, inclined to believe that you can have a terrific performance at 83 kilos or, or 90 kilos. But your technique and the way you lift doesn't yield that because all of his lifts are, for squat, it's... His stance is bracing in depth. I, every single time I look at his squat, I'm like, I, I'm worried about his depth. And he has had depth problems in the past. 2019 Nationals was an example of that. And also just, like, he has to nail everything on that squat. I think actually think his squat is the most unique of all of his. It's not his bench press or deadlift. His squat. Then you look at his bench press, super high arch, soft touch. He's got issues there. Um, and on deadlift, he has that super explosive lockout that I think actually can knock out his grip. So all three lifts I'm unsure of, and it's the way he lifts. It's, it's never been – for me, it's never – the weight cut and his weight never came into my mind. Are you saying the weight cut wasn't an issue? Yeah, the weight cut was never an issue with what happened on the platform. Yeah. No, that's not – So issue. I think moving up a weight class will just be like he's – potentials there again, but then he runs into the same problem with squat bench and deadlift? That, that's possible, but the, the – I mean, the weight cut didn't take away his strength – but not gaining weight and staying 85 kilos since he was 16 years old has limited the potential to get even stronger and somewhat just in sense like absolute strength because yeah. he's been holding back his body weight for so long. I mean, straight up, we see it with Russ. Russ walks around at like 200 plus in the off he season. He gains weight like a motherfucker. And he does these crazy things in the off season. Like he, he's dead, he almost deadlifted 770. He squatted 765. He starts benching in the high, like 450 plus. I think he hit 463. And as soon as he comes back down, he can't do those same things anymore. Russ is still incredible, but he can't do those same things. And it's because you're just holding more body weight. And there's a lot of benefits that come from that leverage-wise, recovery-wise, all that kind of stuff, um, just general mass and how mass moves wouldn't it be other mass. Wouldn't it be terrible if Russ moves up to 90? <laughs> but so, I don't think that doesn't really it would, yeah, I mean, for me, that's what I'm saying, oh, for me. yes, it would be terrible It would be like, you. shit, again, come Sean, on. I mean, people are saying, oh, he's running from Russ. He's running up to Petrie, who arguably <laughs> is He's better than, than Russ. Petrie's better than Russ. I mean, straight up, I think it is harder for uh, Sean to beat Petrie than Russ because in the, in the grand scheme of things, Sean, I'm not saying he can beat Russ, but he was close enough to Russ that if he had a perfect meet and Russ had an off day, just like if you have a perfect meet and Russ has a completely off day, there's a chance. Yeah. Right now, he has to gain an enormous amount of strength <laughs> to even be in the realm of Petrie. Like, there's a big if. Like, he can't currently beat Petrie. So, therefore, it's 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 actually harder what he's doing. But like I said, it's just a matter of, like, he's been wanting to do this for so long, and he just kept holding it, on and holding off, or holding off and holding off because he's like, I haven't done what I wanted to do in 82s. But he finally was like, I just, it, well, I got so much longer to lift. I got to do this. Yeah, because, I mean, I, I'm, I'm close to Sean. Um, one of I consider a very good friend in powerlifting. Um, and, but part of me is like, it's hard to separate the competitive side from just like the actual reason why you're lifting weights, which is to get better. Like that to me is something that I actually have to go and think about because now I'm so like 
I'm obsessed now with just competition, like everything, even with people who aren't elite. And I got to stop that where I'm thinking like, yeah, like beating, trying to beat me in fantasy football. And no, no it, well, I mean, this year is kind of a watch for the both of us. It's it's not, like, you auto drafted. I just don't care because yeah. the person sitting next to us <laughs> trade raped someone. <laughs> trade. Listen to this. You fantasy football. I'm staring at him in his eyes right now, and he can't even look at me because of the shame. This dude traded Tua Tagovailoa Tag of whatever his name. You don't, is. You don't have to. You don't have to try to. Tua pronounce his and last Chase name. Edmonds for that was a total flex. Tua and Chase Edmonds. This is before, especially before we even knew Tua was any good. This is before week one. Tua and Chase Edmonds for Christian McCaffrey, and the trade was allowed. As soon as that happened, I, collusion was decided. I was done. I'm setting my lineup, but I am not paying attention to this. This uh, well, if you're if you don't care, I offered you Trey Lance for Mixon. I'm not. In, I'm not helping you out. No matter <laughs> the fact and he is, said like, no. You said he would say yes to the trade. That was a joke, but I'm not giving you Mixon because I, one, I don't want you to be better, and two, if I gave you Mixon, your team would still suck and it wouldn't even help. If there's a team that could actually beat Kyle and make sure I he is a- disgraced. I will trade mix into that team to make sure Kyle has no chance of winning. I think the fantasy football team is a, is a perfect uh, place to trade that person. Um, oh, we got to do a mass. Uh, when I, I, when get... I looked at, I remember looking at my fucking auto draft team and I saw Trey Lance as my quarterback. I'm like, this is going to be bad. <laughs> I'm like, I was, I'm like, I would have never drafted Trey Lance as my starter. I would have probably maybe like, eh, let's see what he does on the bench. He could possibly be the next Patrick Mahomes. And then I saw him week one against the Bears. I'm like, he, I don't know if he's good. <laughs> but, yeah, we're getting into fantasy football talk right now. Um, I don't know where he came from. Yeah, it came from competitiveness. Oh, yeah, just being from, competitive. Yeah, from being competitive. And it's not, it's just in powerlifting. So, like, people, like, I, 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 I'm friends with, and they compete at a local level. I had to get out of, like, the whole thing. Like, why would you do that? Why would you do this thing? You're not going to be, you know, you're not going to be in, you're not going to qualify for nationals. You're not going to be top 10 if you do that. And then I have to come to the realization that people just like having fun and people just like lifting weights for the sake of lifting weights. I'm like, oh, yeah, that's why we all get involved in the sport. So if Sean does this, like, I just want to enjoy powerlifting more, then it's like 100% the best move. Well, he also, he might want to enjoy that, but he's still competitive. Well, exactly. That's what I'm I'm trying to balance. I'm trying to balance it out of like trying to understand it. And but if he came to me, he's like, dude, I just want to like uh, enjoy it more. That's like the best reason you can give me on why you would move up weight class. Like, yeah, I just wanted to gain weight, and I wanted to lift weights, and I wanted to be the best version of myself. And then my whole like two white lights take thing and me being a competitor kind of goes out the window. I'm like, oh yeah, that's that's why I uh, compete in powerlifting. That's I mean, why that's I started what? because I didn't give a shit my first three years about anything about ranking about records. I just like lifting weights. It was fun to do. Yeah. And then it turned into, I mean, it's still, and I don't want to be like, I hate lifting weights. I fucking love it. I love being competitive too. It's an actually really amazing thing in the sport, but I kind of forget the initial reason on why I got involved in the sport was just to lift weights and try to continuously get stronger at a comfortable rate. That's why I never weight cut. Cause I didn't want to not well, enjoy. I've also been around you. You don't eat. Yeah. That's, that's, that's why you don't. This is cut. most of my calories. Yeah. Hey, uh, Melissa's doing pretty good work. Shout out to Melissa Wynn, who has been... Uh, She's getting you to eat actual food? Yeah. I actually... The consistency of my... It, it, the, the problem was consistency. Well, I know. If I'm I don't feel a, like eating, I don't eat. Yes, I know. <laughs> I, I weigh less than you, 
and I don't work out near as much as you in the sense of like the totality of the volume you do. And I would be starving around you while you're sitting there. Yeah, I'm not really hungry yet. Yeah. That's pretty much, that's one of those, that's actually been the hardest thing. Oh, we're getting on the different topics here. That's been the hardest thing with working nutritionists. Like, okay, you have to eat like this now. And I'm like, oh, I don't want to eat a Pop-Tart right now. I hate Pop-Tarts now too. Cause uh, I like to fill my calories. Like that's the kind of the best food to throw in there. And I've, I hate it. I used to like them. Like they're cool. Now I'm just like, oh, I gotta fucking eat another Pop-Tarts. God damn it. Don't like Pop-Tarts. I actually, it's, it's crazy when I started powerlifting, like my my love for food, that has gone away. I used to like, I used to look forward to like food. I can kind of see that. When I was, again, I don't think anyone, you don't know me. Uh, you don't know old Steve, but old Steve only looked as food as fuel. Mm. I didn't eat anything that i thought was like tasty I, for a very i did very, too i would very long i was time. a meticulous macro tracker yeah I you, was, you did not know you did not you did not know angelo fortino when he had a actual good peanut butter company you had a peanut butter yes company? i did people do Wait, not know what? this about me it wasn't a legit llc but i made homemade peanut it was called angelo's nut butter <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god! Pun pun was intended. Can you please give me nut butter? I want your nut butter. It was it was incredible. Did it was actually like that's did one you thing. go to business because Gage ate all of it? <laughs> I didn't know. I I did not know powerlifting at the time. I was in college. It would it was actually a very good side business for me. Did you just did you just give all your I, nut butter to all your fraternity brothers? I didn't have. I was not in a frat. I was too fucking serious and lame. I was I was actually too lame to be in a frat because I was like. I didn't, so me in college, this is actually, I've never shared this, that I have never shared anyone that I had a nut butter business. Cause I had, cause I called it Angel's nut butter, not peanut butter because I didn't make peanut butter. I made why cashew are we, butter. Why are we starting at two white lights apparel when we could be doing Angelo's nut butter? We actually can and we'll still, cause if, it's still amazing. It, I will make you something. I like, I have testimonials. Everyone's like, that, that could, was the best fucking thing. That I've ever was had in my probably life. the thing you need to go back to in your main moneymaker. Cause no I, other, everyone, I got into teaching. No I one, couldn't fucking sustain it. No other power lifter is like producing nut butter. And if you say the, my girlfriend has been strong, trying to get me to the do the strongest this. nut butter in the world. <laughs> I'll show you the logo. It was a weight. It was a, like a weight thing, but it wasn't like healthy or, I mean, it was healthy in the sense of like, it, I mean, it's really easy to make it healthy. It's like 99% nuts, but you put like, and you know, I'm not going to, I'm, I'm still not going to give recipes away because people have been asking for recipes since and I still don't give it away because I'm like, nope, this is, this is actually a good thing that can make money and I don't want to give it to someone and see it like robust into a multi-million dollar company. But yeah, I used to make peanut butter, homemade nut butters in college, used to sell it to people and that I would, and the reason why I did it was like to make food taste better because I was a meticulous macro tracker. I didn't drink it all in high in college. Like I would have about a drink, a drink or two a year, at special occasions. I've had a drink or two in the past hour. It's been a whole different like journey for me. But yeah, salted caramel cashew butter, chocolate peanut, chocolate caramel pretzel peanut butter. There's two ones that, I, and it actually, I had like thirty flavors. It thirty flavors. Mm -hmm. Jalapeno almond butter. 
Elise must be a happy woman. Yeah, she was good. I don't know. She loved it. She loved it, too. Well, and she's saying she still loves it if you've got 30 different flavors of nut butter. <laughs> Jesus Christ. All right. That's 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 all. That's over the line. But, uh, geez. <laughs> I'm going to have to edit that out. You might get pissed at that one. You might get angry. Um, but, uh, yeah, she, yeah, she's been trying to push me back into it. I think you should get back in the nut butter game. It's it's not easy. I have one food processor. It was the logistics of it that was actually, like, kind of driving me crazy of, like, how to not use one food processor and also balance that with being a teacher because that's what I wanted to do in college. Well, I there, did not even step on the platform yet. Is there a conflict of, conflict of interest in being a teacher and producing your own nut butter? It doesn't help having something called Angela's Nut Butter where the pun was intended. <laughs> I mean, but granted, at the same time, I got deep into saying this shit publicly. <laughs> Where I joke about it, and you know, you tell jerk off stories about people in your gym. So, I mean, now we have we have the uh, Steve the Great shirt coming out, and Angelo's Nut Butter Two White Light shirt coming out. I will now, like, to prove a point, I will make it and give it to you, like a thing. You will love it. It is. I am not. I, I'm not going to be even fake humble about it. It was fantastic. Like the taste I'm of it was looking brilliant. forward to it. It was. It was a fantastic tasting thing. But uh, yeah, we talked enough about that. That was about like. That was seven minutes too well, long of a Sean Noriega moving up weight. This is this is actual bad journalism. No. I think it's bad journalism. One of the greatest stories that has ever been told on this podcast is Angelo's Nut Butter and the fact that we finally have learned about this. Yeah. Actually, man, I kind of didn't. I never wanted to tell people about it. Never wanted to tell anyone. I don't know why. I had this thing like I'm not saying this to anyone. I don't even know why I'm embarrassed about it. It made me money. But... I I because I, I think it would be like you should make it again and like go back to like oh yeah like when I was up to like two o'clock in the morning trying to fulfill orders <laughs> and trying to like figure out like is this healthy and legal like to constantly be in a food processor giving this like to people like I don't there, know there, if I'm hating like health code violations rules you, something like yeah, maybe it's different states uh, I think it was Missouri is you can't make you can't have more than fifty four thousand dollars in revenue from definitely didn't have goods. that you know and you know what the funny thing is I would only get paid in cash and I would just have wads of cash so you were me. a nut butter dealer yeah I was because I had this wad of I had it in a rubber band. I had this wad of, like, fucking singles and, like, 20s and 10s. Because no one really paid, like, with hundreds. Like, it was always, like, 20s or If you've 50s. got good stuff, I mean, I, I mean, if you're high quality. I well, Venmo didn't exist, too. This was a long time ago. Remember, Venmo is not, Venmo was not a thing. So I would only accept cash. And they're like, do you have this? I'm like, no. It's like, do you have a card thing? I'm like, no. We're, do, we're doing cash. If Venmo existed, <laughs> I probably would have made a lot more money. Because it would have been so, because people are impulsive with Venmo. When you have to actually pay for something, like with mm-hmm. cash, they're hesitant because they're like, ah, oh, shit, I got to actually get cash now. Who the fuck has that on them? If they would have, if I would have had Venmo, I would have actually made a, like, a considerable amount. Yeah, I, I know for a fact I would have made a lot more money. Yep. It sounds like you have, you ran away from your calling and need to go back. I don't know if I want to. I think you do. My, my girl, no, I'm I actually a, didn't. I'm seeing a twinkle in your eyes when you talk about your own nut butter. <laughs> well, it's different. That's that's a different twinkle. That's a, literally the, what the twinkle in the eye is. It's just nut butter. <laughs> <laughs> that's 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 what it is. All right, but uh, yeah, Sean moved up a weight class. That was that was crazy. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I didn't. I actually, for I don't know whatever reason, I didn't read the comments of any of it. 
And I know it was like the most commented thing probably on USAPL's page. Ever. Oh, I read it and I blocked plenty of people. Oh yeah, the block button must have been really. Oh, it's. I told Marshall as soon as he posted. Well, we gotta, that. we gotta make this a segment. I'm gonna Dude try to Steve find. Block. I'm gonna try to find people that you may have blocked and be like, okay, this person. Block or no block, and you have to decide on whether or not you block them. Because <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. At a point, you can't remember, right? Oh, I don't remember ninety nine percent. Okay, we gotta find this. I don't know. I just don't know the. Yeah, I don't, I don't know how to get that information. Well, you need to put on your story, this is what you can do, is you need to put on your story, <laughs> since this has already happened, do a Q&A and, message, and put message me if Steve has blocked you on Instagram. Oh, yeah, okay, we're doing this next week then. That's going to be our newest segment. I'm actually doing that tonight probably. Just yeah, message me. I'm doing it on my personal page so I get the most amount of interactions. Message me if Steve has blocked, blocked you. you on Instagram. That would, uh, yeah, I'm actually looking forward to that because that is going to be a surprise. I get people messaging my personal account asking to unblock them. Okay, let's play. Let's play the game. Because I, I will. I don't know. This is gonna be a bad one. This is actually to close out the show. Lord Thrag. I I have you able, blocked him. I won't be able to tell you. I'm gonna. S- I don't know. Are you? So you're just. I'm just supposed to guess. Yeah, I I, I, I don't actually don't know if you blocked him because it came up under a. Uh, I'm saying yes. I blocked him. I, I gotta I, find I a way. I, I think I blocked him. I gotta find a way to fight this, uh, find this out because was, yeah, I, I'm in a group chat with him, and he was like, <laughs> he was he was like, I can't see the posts, and we're like, did Steve to know he blocked you? I'm like, he probably did because you are annoying on Instagram. You're like a massive troll. What's his Lord Thrag Santi Ramirez Santiago Ramirez? L O R D T H R A G G. Yes, it's not coming up when I search. So oh, yeah. okay. So you did not block him. What? Did you not block him? I think I did because I can't search well, you, well, Can you search block people, block accounts? No. You can search block accounts. Maybe you can. Settings. Settings. Lord. This is the worst uh, radio ever, by the way. That, right? Uh, uh, all right. I'm going to take your phone really quick. I'm going to put Santiago Ramirez. This is the worst. I have to edit maybe a lot of this out. Well, no. Leave it all in. The suspense is building. Did Steve bo- block Lord Thrag? He might be but he might be shadow bandits. He's well, a harder here, one. I know how to find out. I gotta go to he's a, he's you a, follow him. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I need to go to 14 power. Yeah. He's yeah, but I mean he could be because it's a hard sometimes it's hard for me to find like uh So you're following him though, correct? So Lord Yeah, he doesn't fall he doesn't come up as a fo- I, as you following him under me, so that means Okay, I'm gonna get his exact okay, I'm gonna see if I search him. What comes up? Yeah, Lord underscore Thrag. Okay, so I'm, I got to do an underscore. Yeah. That's what I was missing. Either way, I've got him blocked because he doesn't show up for when I... Uh... Yep, blocked. <laughs> All right, nice. <laughs> Boom. All right, so Santiago, you have been blocked. And that was the first installation of the segment, Block or No Block. And Lord Throg, you have been blocked. That's going to be fun. One to, that's going to be just do one person a week. Yep. And see if you block them. I'm just going to throw in some random ones. Yeah, because you'll, you'll get all the people. Oh, and you get a shout-out, too. A random-ass shout-out on yeah. Two White Lights. Yeah. 
Yeah. Again, I don't even know who I block. Like I. Yeah, it, you like. I just <laughs> you do not you know said, the handle. You said something dumb that I don't ex- like. Ex- not, not that I, I don't like, but like that you actually like went after one of my lifters, or you just straight up annoy me on Instagram, so I don't want to see your that's, stuff, so I block you. That's so I don't have exactly to what I told him. I was like, I'm like, he's like, wait, how did I get blocked by Steve Novi? Like he blocks everyone he just finds annoying. And he's like, oh, <laughs> he's like, I don't know how to feel about that. But uh, I am like, yeah, I'm like, you, you got blocked by Steven would make sense. I'm like, he, he's he's one of those guys who's like, I kind of on the borderline of getting sha- like banned from Instagram. He almost gauge he almost gauges himself sometimes. I'm surprised he didn't get I, I, I don't know how Gage got banned and he didn't. Just based on what they post. Gage's new, I mean, profile picture alone is fucking, what is it? Tom or Jerry? I don't know. I don't know. The mouse. Is that Jerry? Yeah, I don't I think, yeah know. Jerry's the mouse, I think. Yeah. It's just fucking the dumbest thing ever. It's just of the mouse's ass. How how is I would I would I would ban him from Instagram. I would just do it. If I was Mark Zuckerberg, I'd just be like, yep, out. But uh that was a fun episode. These are if if there was more in person episodes, this is how it would go. Yeah, pretty we much. We just get into random tangents because it's hard to do that. Yeah, it would probably go really well too. Yeah, if you move out to Zooming uh, or uh, fucking Houston. Yeah, won't happen. Yeah, unfortunately, that's really hurting the show. By the way, you can move to Springfield. Nope. You just yeah, you described their prior to the podcast as meth and church. Yeah, it's pretty darn fun. Yeah, I don't think so. I mean, if you walk around the, I mean, especially where we are right now. On Westheimer, you're gonna see a lot of that. I saw it was there was a healthy amount of crackheads out tonight. Yeah, crack is crack is not a fun drug. Meth meth it, is meth is better. White people take meth. Well, I mean, come to Springfield, you'll understand. Yeah, bunch white of, people take meth. I don't like do. All right, quick story time before we end up this thing. I was in Daytona for nationals. You were in Daytona as well for nationals. Me and my girlfriend were just walking pretty close to the venue. Just to the fucking, you know, the things that they had, you know, bars and stuff. There was a meth head, white lady, coming right for me, walking in a, the, I like to call it the meth walk. I don't know if all meth heads walk this way, but this person walked like, I think you can envision how they would walk if they were on meth. It was like a side shuffle kind of thing, like, coming after you, like, oh, like, you don't know how to walk. I don't know if it's meth or some sort of ailment or physical ailment that you have. I fucking ran. I ran. I, I like, I, it was like I Did saw an animal. Did there? You just ran and left her there? I pretty much, like, I saw it. Uh, no, I think I said, like, we got to fucking run. It scared the shit out of me. Broad daylight person high on meth or just clearly a history of meth, like, long... You know, like, meth has been their life for a very long time. Walking towards me, I'm like, get the fuck away from me. I'm like, I got to run in the opposite direction. That was the most scared I've ever been in my life. I'm I'm not joking. It would have been really, like, it could have added to the Florida Google searches, uh, 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 national power lifter eaten by meth head. I was going to yeah, I was going <laughs> to say sidewalk. sexually molested by meth head on sidewalk in broad daylight. And just I, I would I would have been the Venice Beach. I would have been no. That Venice Beach is interesting. I saw multiple. California is interesting. Yeah, pretty much. California. No. When I lived Venice in Venice Beach, Jose. I saw multiple like people just out of their minds high, like mm-hmm. like going after people. Yeah, yeah, intense high. Yeah, like you get some of that on Westheimer Road here in Houston. Um, but uh, that one in Daytona, it scared the shit out of me. 
I have like I still you know when something sticks with you? I I still remember that lady's face. And I think it's reverse racism because I think it was because she was white that <laughs> fucking scared me. Like I don't know if like I would I would have been like cooler if it was someone else, but I was like, oh, she's white. Get the get that thing far away from me. Um, yeah, it was like if you saw like a bear. Like I almost went into the fetal position because somebody on meth like was approaching me on the. She we made eye contact too. That was another thing that scared me. I'm like, oh, she thinks like she saw that nut butter twinkle. She wanted that nut butter. I wasn't. It wasn't anything that I, I was scared. Mostly, like if she tried to mug me, she would mug, successfully mug me. I wouldn't be able to defend myself. I'd be like, have everything I own. Why was she not competing that weekend? Then she obviously sounds like the strongest. You got to. I lifter. mean, what am I going to do? You got to pick her up. All right. Well, I got to pick I gotta, up a client. Need, go to Daytona. We need to get you with a sketch artist. Get her face so I can go down there. Pick her up as a client. <laughs> That'll be an easy find. A woman high on meth in Daytona. That there's that's probably a select few, right? I think you, three. More like three hundred. Well, that one. If, if we get a sketch, it's like yes. Uh, this is pretty much how every female looks in Daytona. Just <laughs> every every single one of them just looks like they're high on meth. Sorry, Daytona. I apologize. I mean, rather than fishing other uh, the the quote of the day that was on USAPL, rather than fishing the DMs of other coaches, you just need to go down to Daytona and find this lady. Yeah. She's the ticket. I don't know. She didn't look strong. She just looked like she could beat the shit out of me. And, like, not in a fucking, like, strong, muscular way. I think it was just my fear. Like, I wouldn't be able to defend myself because of how, like, scary she was. And then she would get trace amounts of drugs within you and you'd test positive. For meth? If I've tested positive for meth, though, it'd be kind of badass, though, right? Like, whoa, Angelo's into some hard shit. <laughs> it's like, it's not even performance-enhancing stuff. He just, in, he just likes to party meth in weird is, ways. Meth isn't cool, though. No, it's not. It's not a party Me- drug. Yeah, meth isn't like a cool thing to get popped for, though. No, it isn't. Like it'll be, it'll be cocaine, probably, right? Yeah, it'll fit the persona too. Cocaine or like some high end heroin would be. I don't like, know about high end heroin. Heroin is never good. I'm not saying it's good, but it's 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 a it's classier than meth. Ooh, that's a debate that, that I didn't think we'll have in this episode. <laughs> what's what's more classy, meth or heroin? I disagree with you. I, I well, I would say heroin is more classy than meth, but it's like the two most un, like no, meth, crack, no. heroin. Well, exactly. That's pretty. That's pretty bad. Well, I mean, all three of those, like then all the cool, like marijuana, they'll be like, oh, okay, cool. Okay, marijuana can't be in the same discussion as those. We're talking, yeah, but like, we're talking positive like the hard. It, we're talking the happened. hard one. I'm saying the hard ones: meth, crack, heroin, maybe cocaine. It probably goes in the order of cocaine, heroin, crack, meth. In the sense of like classy to trashy, I guess. And so Wealthy that means that means heroin. heroin. I'm telling you, I mean, I grew up in Naperville, and heroin was a big thing. So if heroin was a big thing in Naperville, it's pretty classy. Good point. Yeah. Really, it was a big thing. Oh yeah. When did you grow up in Naperville? What when year? did I? What, what years? 2000, 1998-2006. Okay, I guess that was a little bit before like me knowing Naperville. I guess in two thousand. I mean, yeah, when I went to high school. Naperville is always the city on the hill. So I didn't – the Ozarks are from there. Or the uh, the birds from the Ozarks. Oh, really? From Naperville, yeah. Okay, didn't know that. Yeah. For people who don't know, Naperville is like a – It's like the – it's like the – it's it's the uh, Illinois city or town well, I get, that everyone fucking hates because the people are there. It's called like the Beverly Hills of Chicago to an no, extent. No. Not, not quite Beverly Hills, but like no. it's – Okay, okay, I'm going to do it one better. If you say it was part of Chicago, people from Chicago get really fucking pissed off because people are like, no, fuck Naperville. 
Like, I, like it's it's the fucking yeah. It's it. I guess it would be like the Orange County of Illinois. Yeah, I can see that. It would be that because everyone there is just wealthy and annoying as shit, and they're they think like they're the center of the world, and then everyone from Chicago is like, "Fuck you guys!" Like that's you're not from Kanye, Chicago. That's where Kanye and Oprah were living, so we were the best. Uh, yeah, at the time. Well, Kanye was a sporting uh, make a MAGA hat in Naperville, and it's like. He definitely found home field territory for that hat. Like, that was a good idea. I'm like, yeah, you're not going to get your ass kicked by anyone in Naperville for wearing a MAGA hat. Like, Chicago, you might want to not wear that ever. But Naperville, yeah, you'll but yes, you'll point, be welcome to every bar. that heroin is classier than meth, considering it was a, a, a popular choice in yeah. Naperville. okay. All right. Well, all right. so you, you do win that one. I was saying, like, if I tested positive for heroin, people wouldn't be impressed. People would be like, oh, God, Angela's got some Probably demons. Co- cocaine would be the one. Yeah, like, like, oh, oh, Angela likes to go crazy at parties. Well, I mean, it fits the PR City vibe. Yeah, that's what, yeah, that's what I mean. Like, it fits the persona. Hawaiian yeah. shirts, sunglasses, yeah. my love for Miami. So, I mean, that's probably something a PR stunt you got to pull eventually. Nope. I don't think I should do that. Only because um, even this this conversation might get me fired. We're, we we should play the game like what conversation might get Angela fired from his actual job that he has. I think I've already crossed that line by calling you a pedophile. No, because that's an accusation. Me saying cocaine would be cool to pop for, <laughs> that is me saying that. Like I, I am actually saying that. So it's like people will be like, yeah, you, you, that's a bad message to send potentially. All right. Well, poll post on Instagram when you when you screenshot which would Angelo likely more likely get uh, uh, fired for saying it would be co- <laughs> be cool to be popped for cocaine or for distributing nut butter to minors. Oh, I was about to say like <laughs> I was about to say <laughs> fucking uh, like just no this the the existence of that poll gets me fired <laughs> they're like the, the fact that you made that poll like kind of baiting yourself to get fired got you fired from this job like yeah. you're too it'd be, you be, go too it'd hard be between you media. and the teacher starting an only fans and they'd fire you i don't know what yeah but that that would be my only defense be like there's fucking teachers the only fans out here and i'm i'm just there's a teacher I was at my middle jokes. school that uh teach we're, we're this episode is yeah so uh, we went off the rails on this episode this, this, is, this, this is, is late this is it's gonna be a late take episode this is what happens when we're yeah. in person uh there was a teacher uh seventh grade and uh i don't even remember all the things we said to her but like i remember one time one of the guys at my table she was over he said do you shave your pussy and she's like you know i do oh god like yeah that'll that, get you fired that pretty kind quickly. of stuff Except she got pissed at me. I got sent to the principal's office for licking a uh, ice cream cone suggestively by her. <laughs> I was so pissed off. Uh, supposedly, <laughs> yes. Yeah, you're performing oral on an ice cream cone. Still punishable, Steve. You can't do that. No, that was garbage. Uh, she apparently got fired for making a, a sex video in her car the next year. A sex? She was making video? like it's like was it masturbation videos in her car during was this pre internet area? Era, I am. I'm not that old. <laughs> you said you said it in sex video. I, I thought it was like on VHS or something. <laughs> no, I mean this was AIM days. This would have been AIM and dial up. But. Okay, yeah. So yeah, exactly. So shut up. So the uh, webcams probably weren't a hot commodity. All right, well, whatever. She got fired for doing that. But okay, yeah. that's cool. Um, yeah, my well, because I mean, like the always the thing that pulled the pull to, like the the mask up is like yeah. Teachers talk like this, at least like like almost every single one of them do, especially male ones. 
But yeah, I have a podcast that I publicly share. So there was a point where I was careful. Now it's just there's no proof you're saying this, and I'm not saying all of it. Ghost, formerly known as Enzo, might actually help me still because I still don't know how to change that. Your what? My the thing co-host formerly known as Enzo that I put because I wanted to hide my identity. Oh, okay. that's why actually I removed my Instagram from open powerlifting because of that. Like there was a point where I did want to hide like shit from people, and now I think it's if you search my name, it doesn't matter what happens. Yeah, Two sure. lights doesn't come up still too much, but it's over. I got too famous, man. Too fucking famous. Yeah, I can't even go around the street anymore. No. I, I thought my name for a while was Holy Fuck, It's Him. <laughs> I thought that was my name. It's, it's not, but Holy Fuck, It's Him. That's what I heard everywhere I went. Yeah, I just stole that joke from someone. I'll let the listeners decide who I stole that from. <laughs> that was not an original joke. That was a, yeah, that was a stolen joke from a stand-up comedian. It happens. I admitted to it, though, so it's just uh, that's citing my source. Yeah. All right. Well, we got to end, right? It's, it's late. It's definitely going to get past your bedtime. Yeah, we got a long day tomorrow. Ago. Yeah, we do. God damn I it. got a long day the day after that. Yeah, well, you do. I'm just going to sit there, probably watch football on my laptop. Oh, Can I bring alcohol into the establishment? Is that allowed? I'm going to say no, but at the same time, maybe. Okay. Well, because I, you know, it's Sunday. Still, I want to. I've been actually watching the Sunday slate. But, uh, yeah. Thank you for coming out to Houston, Steve. Hopefully we can do more of these. Um, tune in sometime this week. We'll have another episode. Topic, TBA. Yeah. Maybe maybe a USPA Pro recap if it goes well. Yeah, of our takes of not watching it. <laughs> yeah, we can, this is going to be a really, because Solana's even here you're too. Not, you're not going to hide what just happened. <laughs> what? You just drooled on your shirt. Oh, uh, did I? Yes. Uh, well, I no, no, well, there's no proof of that. <laughs> this is audio only podcast. I'm pointing it out. It happened. Yeah, you did. God damn it! I didn't notice that. <laughs> it's a saliva buildup because I have a fucking lisp. That's and, where it comes from. And a lot of nut butter. Yeah, a lot of nut butter and possibly slurring my words because I'm a lone star. I'm two lone stars in. It's a tall boy. I've had more to drink than everyone in this room. So. Oh, I already had two twenty ounces in my six hour layover earlier. There's no proof of that. I think you're lying. Um, but uh, yeah, Solana's gonna be with us too. So I don't know if we could do a fucking recap. Yeah. <laughs> Hopefully she's watching the meet. I don't know. I just got maybe go on where Garrison no, I recap. Just, I literally just got a message from your girlfriend asking if Solana can get in without a ticket TBS tomorrow. So she's trying to go to the meet too. Holy <laughs> fuck! The hottest ticket in town. Yeah. That's good. I guess so. All right. Well, yep, that'll do it for Two White Lights. Um, We'll see you guys this week with an episode. Peace.